0: Thank you for listening to the program. I'm sitting here trying to figure out how to say what the question is. But I want to read the answer to any, uh, virtually any question of, you know what I mean. And they ask him, this is recorded Mark chapter 12 and Matthew 22, Master, great teacher. What is the greatest commandment in the law? Now, I think we'd say, well, anybody knows that answer. Love the Lord with all your heart, mind, soul. Your neighbor is yourself. That's the great and first and second or whatever commandment, how you put it. And he said that. And uh, there's two accounts of this one lawyer uh, in uh, of that incident in Matthew and Mark, and it they both go together like it's meant to be. But this man then said over here, you've said truly, there is only one God. And and to love him with all your heart and soul, your life and strength and mind, and to love your neighbor as yourself. This is uh, this scribe talking to him that asked him that question sent there by the group of uh, like it says, the Pharisees heard he had put the Sadducees to silence. So they gathered together, sent this lawyer up. You ask him this question. It was like just throwing a a pass in football, to, you know, down the whole field. Just hoping your man yeah, it's the last gasp effort. But, Master, what's the greatest commandment? And then we'd all say, "What well, anybody knows. They were just, I don't know. Uh, you could catch somebody off guard and say that, and they, uh, thou shalt not murder immediately he would have lost all credibility. People say, well, he's not the Messiah. He would never answer wrongly because they knew, they knew, he knew, they knew the answer to that question. So I don't know. But this lawyer then he says, uh, you know, over here in market says, the scribe said to him, Master, you've spoken the truth. That's true. To love the Lord with all your heart is more than all the burnt offerings. All the lambs we could kill and sacrifice to do and love the—that That is the great commandment. And the Lord, he said in one recording, this is recorded in Luke 2 uh, uh, about this. But he said, he, well, right here, hear, O Israel. The Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord with all thy heart. In one place, I think they said the great commandment. He said, love the Lord with all your heart. And so to understand that commandment, that is the answer to any question that they had then or we have now, as them as supposed to be believers and us and we're supposed to be and say we are. And if you are, you are. But that's his. What do we do now, Lord? Well, love me with... You mean that's all? Yes. Because then what every if you love the Lord with all your heart, that's your spirit. That's you, the heart uh, of, of a man. And with all your soul. A soul has an existence and does and says and chooses. That's your soul. That's you. So if you love the Lord with all your heart, your soul will come from that. And he's talking to what soon-to-be believers, and to us today, certainly, He lives in us. That's what John says over there uh, in his uh, first uh, letter talking about this very thing. Uh, we know that we know Him if we keep His commandment. And if you say you know Him or have fellowship with Him and don't really keep Him His commandment, you're lying. You're not telling the truth. But whoever keeps His word The love of God is mature and shown, and hereby, by that we know that we know him. And he that abides in him and says he does should walk as he walked, that meaning love as he loved. And, of course, we don't. That doesn't mean we're lost. It means our soul is not right. It's not a, a divine soul from the new spirit. We've flipped back to the old when we say things and don't abide in him that's what they said what do you want us to do just abide in my love that's meno. it means stay there stay there and don't leave and and uh, we all know what that is but um i write no new commandment but an old commandment that you've had from the beginning and and but again in another it is a new commandment because i write unto you What's true in him? He is the commandment. Love, well, that's him. But it's true in him and in you. And I think it's obvious he means because he lives in you. That, that So how much who would be more able and pleased, and however you want to put it, to keep that commandment? It's his commandment. Because the darkness is past, and the true light now shines like another place in our hearts and and he's talking to believers he really is there's no question about that but we can be out of fellowship with him because of not keeping the the great commandment that's what john is saying it's nothing new but it is now because he lives in you and he is the commandment so there again there's just no excuse and there never really was but the Hebrews 11, or I think it is the chapter here, shows what, even not born again, what they did by faith in God, by the faith of the Spirit. The Spirit's been with you, but but shall be in you. So I, I wanted to show how that, the answer to it all, even this man said, Lord, you're right. That's the greatest of all things to do. And he was, as it were, technically, they're not a believer in him, apparently, because the Lord said, you're not far from the kingdom of God. Well, they knew that meant him ruling the earth. But like I've tried to point out what happens to the kingdom after that, it don't exist. No, it's called the everlasting kingdom. And Peter said, be sure of your position in the everlasting kingdom. And he means the one that's after this last day on earth type thousand years. But anyway, the kingdom is him. And he, in eternity, it, it's um, it's Him. That that's all. And so you're not far from me, is what. He, and uh, so I assume this man did believe uh, because of his understanding here. But then, um, that's the answer. To another way to put it is: if you love the Lord with all your heart, you will love Him with your soul. Everything you do and say, as it were, will be okay with Him. And right with him, not because you're you trying to keep a bunch of rules. It's who you are. You're being by faith the person he is in you. And yeah, that's all your mind, soul, and strength. And because your heart belong, I'll give unto you a new heart. I'll put in you a new heart, a new spirit. I'll give you my spirit. All those things are true. And they all knew him. And some of them would say, well, he's the greatest prophet of all. Uh, the greatest of all, but just can't couldn't believe that he was the Messiah. But to those that did is where he says then uh, to us, John's saying on, on his, and the Lord said in uh, uh, John recorded when he was still here right at the end, uh, if you love me, you'll keep my commandment, and that is to love each other. And when I live in you, I'll give you that love. Now you stay in it. Love, joy, and peace—it all goes together. You stay in that. So, th- th- but he's given the answer here to them, and I think this one particular individual, lawyer or scribe, whatever, did believe him. But he was testing the Lord. They were just trying everything, and we all remember real easy the 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 coin. They're like whose picture is it? Well, it's Caesar. Well, give it to him. He's <laughs> talking about paying taxes. When they heard this, they marvelled and left and went their way. And then the same day came the Sadducees that said, there's no resurrection. But Master, in the resurrection, who's why she, they didn't even believe in it. Now, you talk about hypocritical, man. I mean, who am I to say, but still. And he said to them, he knew they didn't, They anybody knew the Sadducees didn't believe in the continuation of the spirit. I don't know if you don't i don't know what you believe you don't believe i don't know but somehow they were religious sect or or whatever i don't know but the pharisees did at least profess to believe isaiah when the messiah comes here you call him god and of course then when it happens they didn't but they come up with these frankly stupid questions hypocritical questions but he said you're so wrong you don't even know the scriptures you don't know the power of god uh, in the resurrection they don't raise that's not for that and and as touching the resurrection of the dead he what he's really between the words saying you don't know anything because <laughs> you don't believe it but god says i am the god of abraham isaac and jacob they're not dead they're living even though they were in paradise still for a little while until he took them out like but anyway, they were still existing. So when the multitude heard this, they were astonished at his teaching. But when the Pharisees heard that he had put the Sadducees to silence, they gathered together and put this lawyer up. You ask him that question. Well, he'll know the answer. That's easy. Well, ask him anyway. Make it sound good. Maybe you'll catch him off guard. We don't have much choice. Because my favorite thing is and from that day forward, no man was able to answer him a word, and no man dared ask him from that day forward any more questions. I don't know to me that that's, uh, I don't know, in one more, I don't know why. But but he asked them, and before I quit, I wanted to ask, uh, he, he said to them in that whole scenario there, and that wasn't just one day. I mean, this went on and on. This was at the end. Thirty-three years. They tried over and over, just like the disciples would say. We went from town to town. We heard his teaching over and over. We we and so anyway, uh, he says here while the Pharisees were gathered together, he asked them, said, I, "I got a question for you. You you got all these questions for me. Let me ask you one. So were they going to? No, we don't. No, they stood there." And what do you think of Christ? Whose son is he? Like Isaiah said, you call him the everlasting God because he's almighty God, the son of God, son of man, son of God. Who do you think of Messiah, Christ? Whose son is he? And they say, well, the son of David, uh, King David. And he did. He gave the prophecy. No, unto you I'll give the kingdom. So then how does King David call in spirit, in the Holy Spirit, call the Messiah, Lord, his own son that you just said, the son of David? How does he call his own son, Lord? And that's a holy divinity. Lord, God. The Lord said to my Lord, set on my right hand. How is that his son? How does David call him? Lord, when he is his son, and no man was able to answer him a word. You think about it. Oh, he he put them to shame. That's why no man dared anymore to ask him nothing. What was the verdict? They held another meeting. We're going to have to kill him. That's all. So the answer to any given question that we would have, or anyone for that matter, but for us, if you love the Lord with all your heart, you will love Him with all your soul and mind. Doesn't mean that's all you think about, but He grew in wisdom and stature. He and, and you know what I'm saying—that in and in us He puts that seed, uh, the Spirit of God, a new one, and we grow in maturity. And like the last Adam, like the first one made, but no experience. Then, as it were, that's the, the last Adam in us, the creature. We, we don't grow in the womb, but we, we grow in experience and learning. Uh, and so anyway, a person can think about all that. But he says here that uh, the, the greatest thing of all is to love him with your heart. All of it, not 99%. And for a believer, that's becoming the new creature by faith. The Lord said that you die to yourself. You deny yourself. You crucify yourself. The old man that thinks he can do any good because the Lord says there at judgment, I don't even know you that way. I didn't come. He saved us. He lives in us. He told men that believed in him would have done anything and had done a lot of good works until I live in you. You're dead. That's what gives us life. That is salvation, in my opinion. It is not just forgiveness of sin, even though that happens, yeah. But what makes us live is like he said, when I because I live in that day, you'll live also when I live. That's the promise of the Spirit. That's what they should have known, and some did know that that's the answer. So for us today, how do we... It's the same answer that he gave there, and his question to us is kind of like he said another place why do you call me lord lord and you don't do what i say my brother and i were talking about that here very recently and that was the one thing we both said absolutely was the mystery is how come we didn't have ears to hear back there what was the deal there Oh, I hear what you said, but I don't hear it. I see what you mean, but I don't see it. Now I hear you. Now I see. How is that? All of a sudden, you have ears to hear exactly what he said. I want you to love me with all your heart, all the time. No, that's not possible here. Even Paul said that. But with all your heart, yes, it is. It is possible. Through faith, you can die to the old nature you have. And I remember that day here only seven or so years ago, he convicted me all there for a a few minutes at least until it came back and the struggle began i would it was i could say it was me but it wasn't me i was free of that burden of unforgiveness like he said just towards one person even when you have a right to do it even the heathen do that they love love and don't love don't love and all you forgive me i'll forgive you well if you don't i won't and all that they do that what reward he said do you think you have The reward, I can prove to myself, the reward is Him. Given unto every man is a measure of the Spirit to profit from. Profit what? There is no other profit. And in eternity, who we are, where we are in the body of Christ will mean everything. So that is the answer to anything. If you do that, what problem are you really going to have? If you love the Lord with all your heart, mind, and strength, you trust him, and you love others that same way. You trust God, though, regardless of how they treat you. And is it easy? No, but it can be done. He said, if you don't doubt, I'll do it. Thank you for listening to the program.